Good morning. Welcome to EV Today, a morning news podcast by students for students. We are committed to keeping you up to date on what you need to know at Utah Valley University. I'm Ethan Morse. And I'm Michaela Morse. Today is Thursday, March 4th, and it is a great day to be a Wolverine. It is. So Michaela here is my roommate. And no, she I'm your freaking wife. Stop saying that to people. <laughs> She's my wife too. <laughs> but we share a room. I thought roommates. Okay, well, Fine. Uh, we are roommates, like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, today was supposed to be the Ethan and Ethan show, but due to some scheduling errors on my part, Ethan was not able to join us for the intro, but he is doing the interview. And the interview today is with the Interfaith Student Council at UVU, and they do a lot of cool stuff. So if you've been to... There's a meditation room. I don't know if you've been there. There is. It's a meditation room in the school. It's, I know where I'm going to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can spend some time there. So Yeah. I um, love that. And actually for this interview, I like I'm not in the interview, but I just I recorded the interview, so I was there listening, like eavesdropping. <laughs> but it's really they do a lot of cool stuff. They do a lot of like food-based stuff. They do like, you know, like recipes from other cultures that maybe you're not accustomed to um but they also i guess their broader vision from what i got and we'll we'll listen to them to see what they say about it but it was very much like broadening your perspective which i think a lot of us uh, whether we choose to or whether that's just a natural thing of school is that's what happens that when you go to college you you expand your mind, your horizons and stuff. Oh, yes. But this is a really cool group because that's like they're they're giving you a specific direction to look at new things and new right. cultures and stuff. No, that's incredible. I I love that. You know, like where do you look for things like that? Yeah. Like if I were like, oh man, I'd love to try a new recipe or I just I love to meditate. Okay, I like to do yoga and that's my meditation. I don't mm-hmm. know if that counts, but it counts. I think that's awesome that they have a little place for us to go. Yep, absolutely. So if this is something that interests you, check out other Ethan's interview with the UBU Interfaith Group. So like we said, like 10 seconds ago, uh, Kayla and I are married and we were lucky. We got like two, three weddings, it feels like. (laughs) Um, I can't even keep them all straight anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's our anniversary. (laughs) Don't ask me that. I was about to say I don't know because we've had so many. It's March 26th. (laughs) Well, I know the other one is August 8th. Anyway, we got married. We have a lot. Right before our our date was set for like April 6th. April 11th. Oh, well, that's another anniversary I almost remember. But then, you know, COVID hit, everything shut down. We got married in my backyard and then had like an outdoor... Uh, reception where we could have people come and I don't know most of what I remember about our wedding and our engagement was photography we took so many photos we did we had like four different engagement photos different sets of wedding photos yeah it was a lot it was nuts but it was worth it and we I, I will say though it was nice because we got to experience different photographers and different kind of like styles of shooting and I was really benefited by the ones and the kind of the ones we kept going back to were the ones that were good at positioning you and making you well mostly me like look more comfortable and more relaxed because I'm not generally that photogenic so you know it was it's a good photographer that can make even someone like me 
Yeah. Look not bad. And make me put my head down. I always take photos with my I put my head up. Yeah, she she, she sticks her chin. Up. She she's a neck shower. So they'll be like, chin down. It's a nice neck, but I just don't want to show it off. So if you are looking to, you know, if, if you've if you're proposed to that special someone and you're getting ready for a fun summer wedding, or hey, maybe you're just about to propose, but you want to think ahead, or maybe you're going to be proposed to. I guess I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. You should check out Andrea Jolene Photography. She is a Utah wedding photographer, and she's moving down here to Utah County. So she's done a lot of weddings up in Logan, and you can check out her work at, on her Instagram, Andrea, A-N-D-R-I-A, Jolene, like the song, right? Jolene. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. J-O-L-E-E-N, photography. And she has a lot of great photos of weddings she's done. And actually, I, I know... Like, I think two people I was just scrolling through and I recognize the people that she's done photos for. And it was really nice because now I'm like, oh, I can see like how good you make someone look that I know. That's so <laughs> she does awesome stuff. She's like she said, she's experienced and she's coming down here to Utah County. Probably a great place to be. Love is in the air. <laughs> you know, I guess. I don't know. I don't live there, but <laughs> I would assume. And she is awesome. So check her out on Instagram at Andrea Jolene Photography. It's good because I remember, Briley, I remember when you were running for whatever you were running for. (laughs) (laughs) And it's that time of year again, all the posters everywhere. Yeah, except we were actually in school when that was happening. I know, so sad. I feel bad for all these. I know. I saw your face everywhere. And sorry, Peyton, if you were running too and I didn't see yours. (laughs) <laughs> no, I I don't think I've ever even voted. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Boy, so what was your guys' meeting about? So we meet every Wednesday, um, just as an interfaith council. Um, and so this week we're reading a book right now as a council. And so this week we were mostly talking about a chapter we were reading in the book. It's called Holy Envy. Is the book? So okay, awesome. So yeah, okay, that's what I was wondering because I was wondering if you were doing it for the interfaith council, the meeting you were just in. But it sounds like that's what it was. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're very excited to have you guys. This is awesome. I somebody told me about this, and they told me to get in contact with you guys, and it's something that's very much interests me because I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know, that's a good that's a good kind of committee to have on campus and things like that. And so either of you can answer this, but I'm just wondering what are the origins of this group? Of the, So it's called the Interfaith Committee, the UVU Interfaith Committee. And I'm wondering what the origins are of this group and kind of what made the school decide to form it or kind of how it formed or how long it's been around. It was mainly spearheaded by Brian Birch. Um, he's a professor here. He's a professor of philosophy um, and he runs the, the Center for the Center of Ethics here at UVU. So we kind of follow, I guess, like a interfaith philosophy that's been um, put out by a man named Ibu Patel. And he started an organization that's called um, IFYC. And so we kind of model ourselves after them. And their whole goal is this thing that they call civic pluralism. Their idea of interfaith is to bring people together across lines of difference um, in civic society, like just in, in a society, and to um, help people find these commonalities or common goals that they have that they can work towards um, to try and help um, build a society where, where people can function well um, in a diverse society. 
Um, and so this is something that uh, Brian Birch here at the university thinks is really important. Um, and it's one of his goals to kind of help build that. So that's kind of why he tried to develop the interface student council and to bring those things together on campus. I don't know if you're great. Yeah. So, um, in 2014, I believe it was 2014, um, this new student life and wellness building, we're in it. That's why I'm like the new. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed your background. (laughs) I've shed Um, many tears there. uh, Oh, I'm so sorry. Actually me too. Let's be real. (laughs) So in 2014, this building was built and a part of the building is um, the Reflection Center, which I don't know if you've had the opportunity to go to the Reflection Center. It's like in a little secret niche. I actually have. I've been there. What do you think about it? Well, it's really cool. And for the listeners, it's a room kind of by Wendy's, right? Down where by Wendy's is in the Student Life and Wellness Center. And they have like a lot of couches, um, prayer rugs, cushions. And it's just kind of, it's really quiet. It's a place that you can meditate or pray um, I really thought it was cool because I had no idea it existed. I just walked in and I was like, wow, it's like a hidden part of the school. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, you put it right on. So the reflection center is that. So there's there's actually three three rooms within the reflection center. First off, the door. I'm obsessed with the door. Like, yeah, I've always, It's huge, I, isn't it? Yes. It's big door. Massive. Yeah. And it's so it's not like your regular like you pull the switch. I don't know. It's very modern and for, I love the door. <laughs> yeah. So you walk in, <laughs> you walk in, and there is um there's a silent prayer room that you can go and do silent prayer, meditate. There's also like a vocal prayer room that students can go and have a space to be able to um, pray loud and worship like vocally and out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like a meeting a discussion room, so it, students are welcome to use the reflection center. Um, to meet with student groups to have a space for dialogue and discussion, whether it's for a specific class or just for yeah. um, And so when the Student Life and Wellness Center was built, like that was such a huge part of, of what um, the school wanted was to provide this space for students to be able to worship and pray. We have students that have come from all over the world, really. We have international yeah. students. We have a ton of students here that identify with different faiths, religions, whatever. And to have an actual space dedicated for the students to be able to um, practice what they do believe, I, I think was super great. Not a lot of colleges and universities have a space like that. Yeah. And so that's what originally like um, kickstart kickstarted um, the council as well to help to help facilitate uh, that space. What really stuck out to me the one time I went there was first of all I was bummed because I was like. I'm here in my third year of college and I finally found out what this place is. And it's actually really relaxing. And cause I think like the older you get, it's inevitable that you're going to start looking into meditation or other forms of things like that. And so I was like, wow, this is a really good resource for students. And then especially it feels very open, feels very accepting because it has so many different options depending on what your faith is or your religious affiliation. So I thought that was really cool. And yeah. I think that's cool. It's good to hear that. So. That kind of came from the guy that's over you guys. I already forgot his name, Richard. <laughs> right, close. <Yeah. laughs> okay. <Right? laughs> kind of, he kind of helped spearhead that and stuff. So great. So, what else would you say that I guess would be helpful to know about what you guys do? Is there any? Do you do any student outreach? Do you ever act as a mediator between the school and the student? Um, tell me more about that. So, we actually do do a lot of student outreach. Um, the two main ways that we do it. We have this thing that we call interfaith forums and then these like interfaith excursions. So our interfaith forums are kind of like planning events that students can come to that help 
um, expose them to, to like different religions or allow them to um, learn about other faiths. So I think one example that we did recently, it's been a little bit different this year because of COVID. Usually it's like in person. Yeah. We've been yeah. doing, yeah, we've been doing things like this, like through Zoom or social exactly, media. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so the, one of the recent ones we did was like a, like an interfaith music event. And so we were, it's actually kind of neat being able to do it over Zoom or social media because we actually get people from like across the country who, so we, we got musicians who have different um, worldviews or different religious backgrounds. Um, and then they specifically had music that was informed by their religious faith. And so we had them play their music that helped inform their, that was informed by their, their, their religious faith. And then we like gave them the space to kind of talk about their faith for a little bit. So it was this like really cool event where we got to hear this music that people loved and that they found so much meaning from and that they derived from their faith and then to talk a little bit about their faith. Um, and so that's a way to expose students to some of these different faiths was through music. So yeah. that's like one of the ways we did it. Yeah, the review actually wrote an article about that event. Yeah. So a little plug for the review. I'm glad they did. Yeah, they should have been there. <laughs> Wait, you're part of the review, correct? Yes, yes. So that, okay. that's what this you is. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care at all. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, there's other things too. Like we do what's excursions too. Again, COVID has made things look a little bit different, but um, one thing we think is important is connecting students to um, the different houses of worship or places right here locally um, that they can go to. I think um, college age students, it's like an interesting time, right? Like a lot of students are, are exploring what they do believe, you know, like whether that's politically, religiously, everything, they're like figuring out like, who are they as an individual aside from what they grew up or their parents, like, what do they believe? And so being able to connect students and help people help students see that there are, there's a lot of houses of worship here, just in, even in Orem, in Provo, like right here where they're living for the most part, I know it's a commuter school, but um, so for excursions, we go out and we invite students to come with us um, to various houses of worship and we can learn right there from them. Um, so because like everyone on the council, they don't we don't identify. We don't like cover all the the faiths. Right. Like we don't yeah, really represent yeah. all the faiths. So to be able to go to the specific place and listen to them, they're able to we're able to learn from um, somebody who can actually speak from their their own worldview, you know, instead of what I've learned or what someone's learned, it's, we can go and see it for ourselves. So it's actually pretty cool. We've been able to do that, go over to various places, just right yeah. close. That's awesome. And to me, it sounds very exploratory, very open, you know, and I feel like it's kind of not, it's a place where we can lean on, lean on each other as students, no matter what our religious differences are. So I think that's, I think that sounds like a really great resource. So that's pretty cool. And what oh. led you- Go ahead. To like know about it, you know, because yeah, exactly. we totally hope, that's what we hope is that it is a space that students can rely on and lean on each other and figure things out together in dialogue. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, so I think that's important to highlight this. And are there any, is there anything that you've learned as you've been on this council that you think would be beneficial um, going forward? Is there, what, what are some of the main takeaways you've had as you've kind of dove into this world? I think for me, I mean, there's a lot. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking a ton. I'm just uh, rambling. That's the that's the point. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> um, so for me, 
there's so much, but I think it's, um, well, one why I got like involved in the first place is I just love people. And I think everyone, like, I don't, everyone has a story like Ethan, hi, both Ethan's here, even though I can't see the other one, you like, you both have your own experiences and you have your beliefs and you have like what drives you. And that's so fascinating for me to just listen and to learn from you and like, you know, cause I know that we vary, we could have similar things, but we like, we vary and we differ. And so for me, that's like why I wanted to get involved because I wanted to learn. Like, I think you can, we can learn from everyone we interact with, you know, whether it's just someone we bumped into at the coffee shop in the morning or whether it's someone we're sitting next to in class, like we really can learn from everybody. And so um, my experience with the council has just taught me more of that, how to listen, to provide a space to listen. Cause we do a lot of talking. <laughs> we, you know, yeah. like these are people are good at talking, but I think um, we need to do better at listening. And um, for me, I've learned just how, you know, I'm not perfect at it, but how to create a space to listen and to listen to people's stories. Because I mean, we're all eventually going to graduate. Hopefully that's the goal of why we're here. And we're going to go and work in workspaces where we're going to be with people always that have various backgrounds, have various um, beliefs. And, you know, we have to interact with them and we have to be able to listen with them and, and value them, even if we don't agree with them. I, so that, that's what I'm taking away because I know I'm, the rest of my life I'm going to be interacting with people. And exactly. Learn, how to do that, learn from them no matter what. Yeah, I think for me, a lot of the things that I take away from it that I think have been really important for me is just like, you know, like I, I grew up in a little tiny town in Preston, Idaho. And like, I didn't get like a ton of exposure to a lot of different, so I get to have like really in-depth conversations with people who are a lot different than me, but like the Interfaith Council really gives me that opportunity. Um, and even the events that we put on, like all the students, um, we kind of help give them that opportunity, not only for me, but for everybody to really interact with and to get to know um, and learn from somebody who's a lot different than you. Like, I think one of the excursions we did um, last year was to the Hindu temple down in Spanish Fork. Um, and we, like, we get to interact with the people who actually, like, run the temple. And we get to learn from them about their faith. Um, and we get to actually, in some instances, kind of participate in their forms of worship. So I got, I got, you get to learn, like, all these really beautiful and interesting things about other people. And you learn to, like, really appreciate um, these, these differences that they have, even if you don't agree with them, you can, you can find these like beautiful and things that are worth like looking up to and appreciating. We've even gone to like a lot of Buddhist temples here yeah. in, in Lake or something. And, and you got to learn a lot about them and their beliefs. And we went to the cathedral of the Madeline, which is like this beautiful Catholic cathedral. And we got to learn about Catholicism. And so it just really helps you like to expand your horizons and get to know people, especially because it's like, it's, it's not just that you're interacting with somebody who's Catholic at work. Can you talk about the sports or the weather? Like we're getting to have like these nitty gritty conversations about yeah. what we actually believe. And somebody's being able to go into depth about their beliefs. It's not just like the superficial kind of interaction. It's like this real like profound interaction where you get to really dive in deep with these issues and learn about people. So I think that's one of the biggest things that I've taken away from it. It's just like this, this opportunity to get like beneath the surface and really get to know and learn from these people and learn things that I love and appreciate about them. And even the differences, I think that's been a big thing for me on the council. Yeah. And I think it's important to note that it is so close to us too, you know, and all these things that you're doing are very close to us. You're not leaving our County really. And so I think that's really important to note too, that the differences are all around us. 
Yeah. So I definitely think learning more, not only about people, but the different ways of belief, I think kind of shifts the narrative a little bit. It kind of makes it humanizes everybody, you know, and every, every, everyone you talk to, you start to realize kind of that we all are believing in something, you know, we're wanting to believe in something. So I think that's really cool. So where could people get involved if they're wanting to get involved, if they're interested, where can they contact you? Where can they look? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so we have an Instagram. It's UVU Interfaith. So you can look that up and contact us there. Instagram and Facebook. And Facebook. Uh-huh. And then also, um, there's somebody always, mostly always in the Reflection Center. So if anyone ever has a question, whether it's about the council or the Reflection Center, Great. there's usually someone always in there. So And they can direct you. They can answer your question or direct you to get further involved. And Ellie is like our like supervisor. She like kind of runs and coordinates the Reflection Center and also the Student Council. And she's almost always there too. And she's great. She's like a specialist in interfaith and she knows everything that's going on. And so awesome. like if somebody's interested, they can just go into the Reflection Center. Her office is actually in the Reflection Center. So they can go in there and they can look for Ellie and Ellie can give them so much information about what's going on on campus, about what's going on in like the community more broadly even. So she's a really good place to go. We also have a website. So if you're just curious, you can just Google UVU Student Council or UVU, yeah, Interfaith Student Council. That's Interfaith Student Council. And then it will go um, bring it to our our webpage and you can contact us through there. We'll have all the information. Yeah, that's a great resource. So if you are by Wendy's or you're by the Student Life Center, I would go check that out. Listeners, I would go look at those things because even if you just need a place to breathe, you know, I think that's that's one of their goals as well. Listen to you guys talk about it. It seems like you just kind of want students to have a place, you know, that's why the Reflection Center is so cool and also honestly underrated as far as assets that you view students have. So that's great. And, and if people are actually interested in, in being on the council itself, they actually just opened up for applications for next year. I was told it's right now so i don't know if i'm supposed to be doing this plug but the, the applications <laughs> are open and people can go in and start signing up and apply to be on the council and things have been kind of hard with covid you know because yeah. like trying to do outreach they're really wanting to be able to let people know about that so this is a great way for people to find out about it so so this is the first inside look <laughs> yeah no great that's really cool um <laughs> so i think you guys are all about doors you know you think you have that cool door that's the entrance, but you're also opening doors, you know? So there's, there's a good connection for you. Um, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know as we wrap up? Um, I think just one last thing is COVID. I mean, it's hit us all and it's yeah. hit us all hard in different ways. I think um, one common thing that I hear and that I've experienced is just a lack of connection. Like it's been tough knowing like connecting with people and I think it's been it's affected a lot of us you know and I think I don't know it's it's been hard and so I think with interfaith like with the interfaith work and the interfaith council it's been really good for me to connect more than just that surface level you know like because Mm -hmm. of that lack of connection that I have felt you know like I just hey how are you or hey like how's the weather the sports you know how are your classes you know like 
that isn't sufficient really anymore. Like that's no, not, it's not. So I think what I've learned and like what, what we do is we do want to connect and we just see the value in that and think it's really important. And I think, I don't know, I, I think a lot of people can connect to that. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. So. Thank you so much for saying that because I feel that very strongly in my life, you know, and I'm like very energized talking to you guys right now, just because I haven't talked to other students like this in this capacity <laughs> in a long time, it feels like. And so campus is just different than it used to be. And um, hopefully with modern medicine and things like that, we'll be back to normal. But um, thank you so much for saying that, because I think a lot of people are feeling that way, especially people that are new to the school and they think that this is just what it is, you know. So thanks, guys. Anytime you want to be on, let us know. And it's been awesome talking to you and be sure to listen. and you'll be on there. So for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. Cool. 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 So if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode with the wellness center, you should check that out. We're going to have them on more often. And Kayla here is actually going to help us with that. So Mm -hmm. we're going to do weekly wellness checks. Do you have a, are you going to, you have a fancy name for that yet? Are you going to think of one Mm. or just wellness checks? No, we're going to think of something clever. Okay. So the upcoming... Well with Kel. <laughs> well, Kel? <laughs> Kella? <laughs> okay. I'm not... I don't know how to tell you you've been calling me the wrong name the whole time. <laughs> oh, well, your, your grandma still calls me the wrong name, so we're even. But anyway, so check that out. That's going to be exciting just to hear, you know, a little, a little wellness check, a little reminder to stay healthy and take care of yourself. Yeah. Stay positive. Absolutely. Um, Everyone, thank you so much for listening to UVU Today. For more on what's happening on campus, you can follow UVU Today on Instagram at UVU Today. Yes, and we're having a giveaway. We are giving away gift cards. We have a first place winner and a second place winner and a lot of last place winners. But unfortunately, (laughs) nothing for them. Yeah, but for those who are in first, that's true. But for the giveaway... First place winner mm-hmm. gets oh man now I have a fifteen dollar crumple card. Yes. Second place gets just, a ten dollar swig card. You're going for that crumple card. That's why you. Oh know. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I freaking love crumble. Ethan's like oh overpriced cookies. I'm like three dollars for a giant cookie that will last me twenty seconds. Incredible. Yep. <laughs> if you are going broke buying overpriced cookies, check us out on our Instagram. Enter our giveaway. And as always, please subscribe. Like and follow UVU today wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great day, Wolverines.